0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. The Camel Race by Patty Emanuel. Ishaya watched as a young scorpion dug deep into the sand. He searched the horizon, shading his eyes with his hand. Ishaya, come here and help me with his pot, his mother Fedora called to him. Quickly, Ishaya ran to help. The pot was filled with his breakfast, Tuwo, boiled yam, over which was poured tomato gravy. He dipped a bowl into the pot and began to eat. His friend, Tarlift ran up to him. Ishaya, come see! The men are coming! The boys ran to the edge of the compound. Squinting their eyes against the intense sunlight, they could see a caravan of camels shimmering in the desert heat. I hope they traded well, Tarlift said. The men had left one week ago, their camels laden with handmade leather saddles, "'silver knives and jewelry to trade "'in the ancient city of Erfud. "'The men were closer now. "'Ishaya could see their colorful robes "'blowing in the wind as they rode. "'Ishaya ran to his father, Garba, "'and helped unload the leather-wrapped goods "'he had traded for. "'Garba gave his son a hearty hug. "'He had missed his family. "'His beautiful wife was already unwrapping packages.' Later, after enjoying a refreshing glass of hot mint tea, Garba sat back on his brightly colored rug and spoke to his family of great news. "'Ishaya, I have decided to allow you to run the camels this year,' his father told him. Every year his family traveled to Kura Saleh, or Salt-Cure, where exhausted herds are restored with large amounts of salt. The Vodabi and Tuareg peoples would gather there for a festival." For the Tuaregs, it was a time for Tindis, or Campbell dances and races. Only men were allowed to compete in the races. Later, alone in their shelter, Garba spoke to his wife and son. Ishaya, you will compete, but you must not race in the former way. He whispered to them both. Outside, a cold chill swept across the desert as night time fell. Ishaya pulled his robe closer around his body. Yes, Ishaya, his mother agreed with her husband we must do as Jesus would have us do. It had been many days since the Christian people had lived among them. Fedora, always curious, had asked one of them, Marianna, why she did not say the usual ritual prayers. I believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to God, had been her reply. Her love for Fedora and her people had convinced the Tuareg woman that she also wanted to believe. Later, her husband had also followed this Jesus. To their friends and family, nothing seemed to change. The women of the family still packed up the shelter, cooking utensils and meager belongings to follow the ancient trade routes in search of a good supply of water. Everything they owned was loaded onto camels, and their small herds of goats and cows followed behind. Since Ishaya was the oldest son, his job was to watch over the sheep herds. He made certain they received enough water. He had even helped birth a baby goat. "'Ishaya, isn't this great? We're going to race the camels this year,' his best friend Hussein said to him. It was exciting, but Ishaya was worried. It was not unheard of in the heat of the competition for a camel to suddenly become injured, a leather saddle to be missing, or even a contestant not to wake up from his sleep. When he arrived in Marzuka, it was everything Ishaya had remembered. He could smell goat roasting on the fire, hear women laughing and singing, and watch men greeting old friends. On the third day, Ishaya joined his father and friends as they discussed race tactics under the shade of a palm tree. Later, as he dressed, he overheard some of the other boys talking about the race. "'If we win, we will have much germa, said one. "'The prize is a purse of silver coins,' said another. Ishaya watched as they fingered their chero, a small silver box containing select verses from their holy book." Since becoming a Christian, Eshaya wore no chero. He had memorized some words from a Bible that the Christians had shared with his family. To follow Jesus meant he was different from his friends and could even mean banishment from his people. There is a book spoken from Jesus to our people, Garba had shared one day. I know where to get one, but I would have to trade something very valuable to get it. Eshaya wanted to learn more about Jesus. Instinctively, he knew that he would have to trust God to win the race. He would give the prize to his father, and together they would find the merchant who held the book. Later that morning, Garba approached his son. Ishaya. I was sick last night. I won't be able to race today. Now it is up to you to capture the prize for us. As the boys mounted their camels, Ishiah whispered, "'Oh God, help me to do this for you.' Shouts filled the air as the camels awkwardly struggled to their feet. Ishaya carefully watched the two riders on either side of him. Mohammed leaned forward on his camel. From behind his veil, dark eyes shone with hatred. "'Do not even bother to mount,' he said to Ishaya. "'Even your new faith will not protect you. Your camel may suddenly trip and fall.' Ishaya heard the laughter of the rider on his other side. He was a burly man, an experienced rider." "'Ride and learn,' he hissed at the young rider. Ishaya remembered his father's warning. "'They will seek to win at any cost, my son. Be careful.' At the sound of the ram's horn, they were off. Ishaya urged his camel forward. Awakened from its trance, the beast began to gallop. Riders on either side of him shouted at their animals. Ishaya struggled to remain in control of his beast as the rider next to him drove his camel into his side." The big animal faltered, then picked up speed. Ishaya tensed on his reins as he felt the animal stumble, then gained control. Ishaya was in the lead now, but riders gained on him. Dust swirled around his face. He could feel his camel laboring to run, its sides heaving and its breath coming in short gasps. Without looking, Ishaya sensed another rider gaining on him. He turned and stared into the dark eyes of his competitor. He was smiling oddly at Ishaya as he raised his arm above his head the man's riding stick struck Ishaya sharply on the leg the opponent's animal then bolted forward into the lead Ishaya's own riding stick hung at his side fighting the urge to strike back Ishaya chose not to use it instead Ishaya dug deeper into the sides of his beast frothy saliva fell from the camel's mouth and splattered against Ishaya's dark robe the young rider's eyes burned with desire for the goal that was now within his sight. Ahead of him, a red banner stretched across the blowing sand. Crowds of onlookers shouted at them. Children jumped up and down. Ishai was so close, and his heart began to pound. He pulled even with the lead rider. Suddenly, the man turned once more and began beating Ishai with his stick. Angrily, the camel turned and bared its teeth at its abuser. The man, swaying atop his galloping mount, missed Ishaya with one large stroke and struck Ishaya's camel. The animal, incensed and in pain, lurched forward and pulled Ishaya across the finish line. Grasping the leather pouch containing his prize, Ishaya raised it above his head for all to see. This prize belongs to Jesus, he cried out, and the book would soon belong to Ishaya and his family.